1: So when you come down you see the defendant with a hose not that doesn't have a sprayer it's just a hose kind of trying to get close and get some water on it and turn it off
2: This is the plaintiff, Haji Abdullah. He says the defendant's van caught fire one night, and his car was parked next to it, and his mirror was melted off by the intense heat. The defendant keeps saying he'll pay to have it fixed, but hasn't. So he's here suing for the $374.32 in repair costs. This is the defendant, Paul. He says he has no idea how his van caught fire that night, but he doesn't remember anyone being parked next to him. And there was no debris from any other cars in the street, so how's he responsible? Besides, he never even saw a picture of any damages, so he's not paying for something he didn't do. He's accused of making things heated. All parties. Please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court.
3: People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor.
1: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. OK, Mr. Abdullah, tell me what happened. Uh,
4: on February 17, 2020, around 1230, 1245 AM, uh, I returned home from a concert. Um, I may have been home probably about 10 or 15 minutes, um, looking for a snack, something to eat that evening. And all of a sudden, I heard a rapid knocking on my door. I asked who it was. It was my neighbor. He stated, uh, I think you want to come out and move your car the car next to you is on fire. So at that point, oh, um, I ran out, yes, so I ran outside and I saw the defendant's car in a blaze. Um, I saw the defendant standing in front of his car uh, with a water hose, uh, not with a spray nozzle on it, but just the water hose with water trickling out the water hose. And uh, he was standing there in front of the car, kind of crying out uh, some type of, uh, uh, at that point, I had to decide what I was going to do because the car was blazing. My car was right next to it, so I.
1: Oh goodness. I'm sorry. Like I can't. So, you have a video of it. Can I play the video? Let me see this. This is amazing. So, is your car the car I'm seeing right next to it?
4: No, I actually t- t- took this video after I moved my car. After you, on, yeah, it, I imagine it.
1: that, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you see this? You, do you, what do you do? You decide you're gonna run in there and move the car, and
4: right, right. So what I did because, as, as you saw, the fire was blazing. So I went through the passenger side of the car, climbed over to the driver's side, moved my car from the parking space, and I moved to another parking space. And at that time, by the time, so I what? Out so the car, when you
1: come down, you see the defendant with a hose, not that doesn't have a sprayer. It's just a hose, kind of trying to get close and get some water on it and turn it off.
4: Yeah, I guess you could say he was getting close. I felt like he was just standing there and uh, he, he was, I, I don't know what he was doing. He was just standing there with the water on.
5: What off.
1: happened to your car? Happened. Do you know what it was that caused the fire?
4: No,
5: ma'am. Uh, I was returning home from work, parked the vehicle, had gone upstairs, and I, Marie and I both, Marie is my witness, Marie and I both heard a big bang. Well, that's not an unusual thing to hear in our complex because there's a busy street behind our complex that has transformers hit, which makes the big boom. So I thought, I went out back to look. But Marie, with her smarts, looked out front and said, Paul, your car's on fire. And from that point, we called 911 immediately. And I decided I was going to take things into my own hands. This was at 12... that the 911 call went out. So at 1210, the fire was already underway. I went out, got the garden hose, was doing the best I could with what poor water pressure we have in our complexes. Right,
1: right. right. And
5: couldn't get enough water to do much damage, but I stayed there on it till the fire department got there. And uh, they told me, hey, get out of there. Because yeah, Exactly,
1: uh, both yeah. of you, both of you. It's like it's so it's hysterical mm-hmm. to me that there is a raging fire. We don't know if that car is going to blow up, and and you're standing there with a limp water hose trying to get some water on. It, and you're you're ah, I'll just scooting through the the passenger side. I'll be fine. Y'all are crazy. That's all I got to say, Mr. Paul. Do you know Mr. Abdullah? or You guys have never met. No, we have
5: met. We're neighbors. Uh, but we just meet in passing. I've talked to him about swimming before and his, his softball and biking. But you know okay, it's well, just why
1: an why didn't pass. he sh- Okay, so didn't he ever come up to you and say, hey, my, my mirror melted?
5: Yes, he did. I never saw the melted mirror. I feel like I'm being taken advantage as a disabled sixty-seven year old
6: gentleman as of January eighteenth. And uh, don't feel I'm responsible
1: for it. Wait, I'm sorry. There's an easy answer to whether you're responsible. Did you see a burned mirror? No. I never so, saw it. Did you not show him your car or your picture, Mr. Abdullah? Did you show him your car uh, or your picture?
4: I showed him my estimate, and, you know, he didn't seem as a concerned neighbor to come out and see the car. The car is parked in front of his building every day. And I just want to back up. You did know, you ask him to come out
1: and see the car?
4: No, No, I did not. I did not.
1: So if your defense, Mr. Paul, is that you, don't, you haven't seen proof it happened, there is none so blind as he who will not see, why wouldn't you say, Man. oh, my gosh, let me, can I go see the mirror? Why didn't you go out there? You know what? Here, I'm going to force this vision upon you. Hold on. Check that out. There's a melted mirror right there. Yes, ma'am. And I... Yeah, it's melted as all you. get out. Yeah, but so he, if he has a melted mirror, what do you think he did? He set his own mirror on fire? after your fire to take advantage of you because you're 67, which, by the way, isn't no, that I old? Think, I, I don't
5: think he was parked next to me during the blaze.
1: Then how did his and mirror it... get melted and how did he bring it up right after your fire? Just a big old coinkydink? Okay. What'd you do, Mr. Yes. Abdullah? Did you set your own mirror on fire just so you could frame the elderly Mr. Paul? Did that happen? Uh, no, Your Honor. Yeah, you don't need to answer that. That was rhetorical. All right, let me see the bill for your uh, the replacement of your mirror. Did you actually get it fixed?
4: Yes, that's correct.
1: All right, so I should be looking at the, re- the receipt from Curry Honda? That's correct. Okay, what did it cost you to get it fixed?
4: Uh, $374.32. Mm,
1: uh, Mr. Paul, did the, poli- did the fire department ever figure out what it was that caused the fire?
5: No, ma'am. They, uh...
1: They, they have were no happy clue
5: that there was no, no clue that there was no. And how old is the car? Uh, it was a two thousand three how- Toyota Sienna. But ma'am, I think I forwarded some pictures to you, which showed during the blaze there was no park parked in that spot. I don't believe that the mirror was melted by my car. I thought it could have happened at okay, any time
7: you, in my life. Your lifetime.
1: exact statement and your answer to the complaint was there were no cars parked around me. I saw the video. Let me talk. Don't talk over me. Don't talk over me. I saw the video, and I can see a car parked right next to you. So I know that's not true. I would, yeah, uh, well, that's not what you said. That isn't what you said in your answer to the complaint. I also don't think that you're taking note of cars in the environment when you're out there with a hose trying to turn off the fire. I think that your attention might be a little divided. I also can't get a a reasonable answer from you on why the guy would pick on you and have a melted mirror. How did his mirror melt? There was a fire, was there a different fire?
5: There could have been, ma'am.
1: There could have been. And Martians could have landed here and just melted his mirror with their hot breath. But the likelihood that it's not your exact fire when he has a video of your exact fire on the night that it's happening is pretty <clears throat> unlikely. My verdict is for the plaintiff in the amount of the $374.32. Good luck,
0: gentlemen. Thank you,
8: so the plaintiff prevails in this case, he's going to get what he was seeking. Paul, you seem to be at, at odds. You don't believe that uh, the, the car was there. Really? You still think that way? His car wasn't there. Yes, sir. And he said it started at 12. He
5: got home at 1230. Well, the fire started at 1210. Why would he pull up next to a car on fire? My God, is he stupid? That's Well, look, maybe he's
8: a little off on his time, but the evidence was so strong in uh, in his favor. Mr. Abdullah, I'm sure you're relieved at this point, right? Uh,
4: Correct. Definitely.
8: I mean, it's hard to think he he doesn't believe that uh, that you know your mirror was was burned by that. But obviously, the judge agreed you were right. So you should yeah, do
9: it.
4: Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
9: Good for you for suing. All right, that brings the case to a close. Obviously, a compensable claim for damages here. The car next to him is on fire. It melts the side of his mirror. And frankly, this could have been a much more expensive no, sure. case if if the plaintiff hadn't had the nerve and the courage to run down there, and jump in the passenger side, because the driver's side's too hot, and actually get his car the heck out of there. How
1: does he, how does he really think he's being taken advantage? I mean, where does he think the guy's thing was melted? You know what right. I mean? That's just,
9: that. I mean, who, who? what's he gonna do? Take a little blowtorch or something and torch the mirror? Why not torch the whole side of the car and get a new car? The hell with this, <laughs> why just stop there? He's gonna scam somebody. If you're gonna grip somebody out of money, yeah. don't stop at a $300 mirror. Yeah. Get the whole it's, package, it's, it's it, the And hell? if your
1: car doesn't, why would you damage your car just to see if you might be able to to get, you know, Makes and there's no other, no maybe, maybe, yeah, I guess, I guess anything's possible, but it's right. pretty obvious what happened. Right. I mean,
9: I, although I got to imagine, though, this guy, Paul, the defendant, he heard those words that no man ever wants to hear in the middle of the night when your wife wakes you up or yells at you and says, "Your car's on fire." your car's on fire. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. And I'm
1: just imagining the garden hose with no spray to it just, right. you know, kind of limply, you know, just trying to, trying to get some water pressure on there, it's just crazy.
3: Okay, Sherry wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, while driving down the road, a car in front of me kicked up a rock and it broke my windshield. Are they liable to replace my windshield? Sorry, Sherry, generally, no. Uh, there is no negligence there. The driver couldn't have seen a rock on the ground as they're driving along, And if it's not really avoidable, there's no negligence. And if there's no negligence, sorry, but you're out of luck. That'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case already inside the courtroom.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com. That's a n g i.com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well, whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project.
2: This is the plaintiff, Kamisha Reynolds. She says she loaned a former family member money and no matter how hard she tries, she can't get her to pay her back. She's tired of all the runaround she's getting and is suing for the $500 she's owed. This is the defendant, Nakisha Sweetland. She says she sent the plaintiff money through her Zelle account and has no idea why she's being sued because the money was deducted from her account. And as far as she's concerned, that's case over. She's accused of non-repayment of a loan.
3: All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff claims that she loaned the defendant a family member money, and you guessed it, she got stiffed. But the defendant says that she sent the plaintiff money through a money app called Zelle and can prove it. It's the case of, get the Zelle out of here.
1: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Reynolds, how is it that you know Ms. Sweetland?
6: She is, um... My kids' grandma, their relative.
1: Your kid's grandma's relative, okay. Um, and at some point, uh, how long have you known her, by the way?
6: Maybe five, six years.
1: Okay, and then she asked you for money? Yes. Okay, tell me about that.
6: So in December of 2019, she sent me a message in Facebook Messenger asking if I could loan her $1,500, and I said, I don't have that much money to loan you, and she, I said, I could give you 500 I could loan you 500 not 1500 and she said, okay, I said, when would you be able to pay me this money back, because it's not my money, I'm taking it from my husband's account to loan you, and she said she'll pay it back in January after income tax.
1: All right. So did she pay it back in January after income tax? No. All right. Did she ever pay it back?
6: She, after January, she said if I could give her more time, she would try to work up the money because she didn't get it, I guess. And January, February, March, nothing. She said she's going to send it back to me. It was in, I think, May. And... She said she's going to zelle it back to me. I said, okay,
1: and did you tell her where to zelle it?
6: No. I, she said she's going to send it to me through zelle. I said, okay.
1: Did you ever get it through because... zelle? Yes or no? Did you ever get it through zelle?
6: No.
7: All right, and according to you, Ms. Sweetland, what happened? Okay, dear Anna, yes, I did borrow the money from Kamisha, and um, it was in March that I sent her the money, and um, I zelled the money to her. She said, I asked her, how do you want me to send her the money? Do you want me to send you the money the same way you gave me the money? Because she sell me the money. I was out of the country when I borrowed the money from her. She sell me the money, and I asked her, do you want me to send you the money the same way I sent you guys? And You have all my evidence with the text messages and the messages. Yeah, let me ask you as a question. Who, yes. Where did you send the money? So I sent the money through Zell to Kamisha. Yeah, I know you see, you've you told me six times yes. you sent it through Zell.
1: What I want to okay. know is what phone number did you send it to? Kimisha's That's what I want to know.
7: Kamisha's phone okay. number. Okay, just a moment. It, it's in March. When, when did you borrow the money? I borrowed the money in December, and I, I was okay. out of the country. So, I told her.
1: Okay, so hold on. There is, uh, I see a... Uh, cash payment to Kamisha Pierre of $500 on March 14th at this
7: number. Who's Kamisha Pierre? That's Kamisha. That's her married name. Ms. Reynolds
1: is Kamisha Pierre? Yes. That's
7: not my married name.
1: Or that's her... Okay, well, is 8699 your number? Yes, ma'am. So if this is where she sent it, why is there a problem? Here's the confirmation number. What happened?
6: I never received it. The, the way no, wait. I send them- Listen to my
1: question. Have you ever seen this picture that I ha- am looking at? Yes. Okay. Yes. So did she ever show you that picture to show you that she sent it to the number? No. Whose number is that? Who gets that money? Is that money going to your husband's account? Is that what's happening? What happened there? Where's the money? Because if that's the right phone number, it's linked to whatever bank account is linked to that phone number. So what bank account do you have linked to the phone number?
6: I I don't know. I didn't receive it.
1: Okay, did you sell her the money from this no. number? No. How did you sell her the money originally?
6: I went into the bank. It's on my paper here. I went to the bank to the counter, deposit the money in my account, then from my account she transferred it to her account because she I, can't I, transfer he...
1: money out of your account. That's Stop a lie. She can't transfer I'm money sorry, out of Gerima. your account. No, you excuse you. She can't transfer money out of your account. You got to transfer the money. So how did you transfer the money to her? Did you I send it through bank. Wire? Did you send it through Zelle? Did you send it through Venmo? How did you get the money from you to her in December?
6: I sent it to her account. How? I went into the bank, deposited the money in my account. From my account, I transferred it to her account.
1: How? Through Wire? Through the bank? Did the bank do it for you? The bank themselves the bank did it for you? Yes. Okay, let me ask you a question, Miss Sweetland. How was it that you received the 500 through a wire into your account she zel- or did you get it
7: she zelled the money to me cuz I told Do you her have the proof zel- that the money she
1: zelled the Stop and listen. Do do you have proof that she zelled the money to you?
7: I have it true. I, I don't know if I sent it to your assistant, but if you it's didn't. there, it's you in You did it. But what okay, you do
1: have there there are back and forth a lot of text between you guys mm-hmm. and here it is, December 13th. Do you have zell through your bank? Zell it to me. No, I'm going to download it. Okay. If not PayPal, you were really desperate for this money. You want to put it in the bank much better. Okay, let me know. Then you get it. Just ask them to transfer it for you or to set up the Zelle for you, and you can do it on online banking. Well, it sounds like maybe that's what happened, that the bank just did it for But either way, she sends it to that number, and that number is associated with a certain bank account. All right? So we know it's the correct number, and she sent you that to show it to you that she sent it to that number. So where is your bank account to show that the money didn't get in there? Because everything she's showing me makes it look like the money was sent there. Are you still with your husband? Um, are you guys no. together? Are you guys having... Uh, so the money went to your husband's account.
6: No, we never have a joint account. No.
1: No, m- the money went to whatever account was linked to the Zell. The, the, to that phone number and that phone number was linked at the bank to that to your husband's account because that's the money you sent it through so that 500 went back to the account that your husband had at the bank what bank did you go to
6: he the bank of america to
1: send her the money okay yes. so did you ever go to bank of america to see if the money was paid back into that account
6: yes i went
1: Okay, let me see your Bank of America accounts to prove to me that the money didn't go in.
6: I went into the bank, deposit because I cannot just transfer go in the bank, deposit it into her account. They said I have to put it in my account first, which I did on December thirteenth. You have okay. the paper there.
1: You can put that down. I've got it. Hold on. C T T L R transfer to check. 2087 Banking Center, Norwich. She didn't sell it to you.
6: No, I That's didn't. That's not
1: how the money came to you. You think she zelled it to you, but she didn't. So I presume that you've called Zell and told them, hey, where's my money?
7: Because it didn't get to her because she doesn't have an account for it to get to. Why didn't the money come back to you? I called my bank when the $500 says that it, um, it came out. When Kamisha told me that she never received the money, First I verify I said this is your phone number. She says yes. Because before I said money right. to anybody, I make sure I verify if that's their number. It said register um, under Well, Zell Right. Because- but what you should so- have
1: asked is, did you get Zell? Do you have Zell? Can I Zell this money to you? I never sell money to anybody until I sell them a dollar. I sell them a dollar and then I tell them, you call me when you get your dollar. And I mean, unless there's somebody who I do business with all the time. Then when they get their dollar, then I send the rest of the money. You asked her, is this your number? And then you zelled it to that number. But here's the thing. There's no Zell account. She doesn't have a bank account associated with the number. So I don't understand how Zell took the money out of your account or how your bank account took the money out of your account. Where's the money right now? Where is it? It's floating somewhere oh. in the air. Because she doesn't have it... Th- I'm looking now at her bank statement. She just wired the money to you. She didn't sell it to you. But you know how you got the money. You found the money in your... Oh, so, because you use zelle with your bank account. So you just assume she's zelled you. Yeah, you zelle. I, zelle. I zelle.
7: Here, I zelle. Everybody here's what I
1: want to see. So yeah. you... Right, I understand. So you mm-hmm. show me how she zelled you the money because she's showing me how she wire-transferred it to you. So you show me how she zelled it to you, that would have justified
7: you zelling it back. I have Bank of America, but when I called Kamisha, if she received the money, she said she got a text, and the text stated that the $500 went into her TD Bank account, but she don't
1: have a TD stop, Bank account. Stop, stop, You got a text from who, Kamisha?
6: From, I don't know what number, but he says TD Bank. Show me the text. I don't have that phone anymore. No, that phone got lost.
1: Did you forward the text to her? Did you send her a copy of the text? No. no, no. I don't know who has a TD Bank account and or w- why somebody would have one associated with that number. This is an issue for the police, I guess. But the problem here that we have is that you are telling me, Judge, I sent it to her the same way she sent it to me, and, you know, that ought to be Okay but I'm not seeing any proof that she ever zelled it to you. I'm seeing her bank statement where it looks like she had them wired into your account. It is a Bank of America, okay. she, her bank is Bank of America too. So what she said was, put this money in my friend's account, I wanna help my friend out, okay? So I don't know what happened, but how is any of this her fault? In other words, when you were desperate for money and trying to pay your bills, the person who came through for you was her. And she came through for you, through a Bank of America account. Apparently, when you sent money to her number and verified it was her number, you know, you sent it to, I don't know where it went. I don't know if somebody else is, is somebody else using that phone number now? Who is using that phone number? I am. If you are using that phone number, that's where the money went to, but you don't have a Zelle account associated with it.
6: No, and When I call customer service for Zelle, they said, if I have Zelle in any way, if I did not receive the money through my phone, it would be through my email. There was nothing to my email, nothing to my phone number. Right.
1: Ms. Sweetland, you are in the clear, if you can show me one thing where she authorizes you to Zelle it to that phone number. First, your answer was, well, that's how she sent me the money. But I'm not seeing proof of that. I'm seeing that she went to Bank of America personally and had them move the money from her Bank of America account to your Bank of America account. I do see in text where you say, hey, is this your phone number? So you're so used to selling stuff that that's how you sent the money. Well, guess what?
7: Because I That asked ended her up I being the problem. I, I don't her believe her I you. I don't believe it. you
1: for one second. She doesn't even have a yeah, Zelle I'm account. Not, I'm not like- she never had a Zelle account. I'm finding against you, Miss Sweetland. You owe her five hundred dollars. Pay her her five hundred dollars. You know it never got there. You figure out where it went. Yeah, Anna, how am you I figure out to where it, it went. It verdict for the, po- the verdict. Of- me, yeah, you know what under I think happened? Somebody set up their own TD account to a bunch of different numbers. And then they are because hoping that number. somebody gets paid. I don't know. I don't but the know. bottom line is, you can't receive it if because you don't have a Zelle account. She doesn't she have a Zelle account. Text. Verdict for the plaintiff.
8: Well, Ms. Sweetland, you heard the judge. She says you've got to pay Miss Reynolds back that $500. And you got to do it now.
7: I'm going to... I, I'm going to check my text message because I know Miss Reynolds authorized me to send and she know within herself that she told me to send the money by Zell.
8: Well, look, you were unable to prove it to the judge and so you lost this lawsuit. You've got a judgment now against you for $500. You're going to have to pay it.
7: Oh, well, I can file it in court the again.
8: Yeah, come on. Okay, well, she just clicked off. <laughs> She's a little upset. Ms. Reynolds, you won the lawsuit, Okay. Okay. All right. He's
6: so dishonest! I cannot believe that you read so far. Wow.
9: You've got the law on your side here, so good luck. Five hundred dollars is missing, but it's pretty obvious from all the testimony and the evidence that neither of these two litigants stole that five hundred dollars. It sure looks that way. It looks right. Like- no,
1: I, 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 you know, what's very clear is it didn't come from a TD bank account. It no. went. On that bank, state, the teller, if she's physically there, nobody's right. downloading Zell. The no. teller was transferring the money from one account to the other account right. in, for the same bank, because they both had Bank of America. That's how it came to her. And that's how it should have gone back. Right. You know, instead of risking going through Zell when this lady doesn't use Zell to save her life, no. you know, and, and then accusing her of being a liar and that her husband got the money. You have no proof of that. No, that's you, just The defendant just didn't want to. You know, she she did do something to try to get it. She was, I see where she sent the text that she had been on hold for 45 minutes with TD right, Bank, right. and she's getting the runaround. But and and then that's it. She gave up. Right. And you can't.
9: No, no, 45 you know? minutes.
1: That's... I love me a good puzzle too. <laughs> you know, I yeah, don't understand how to... it is that that nobody sunk their teeth into it yeah, to try to figure out. Somebody needs to, to crack the case. Somebody needs, that needs that to crack the bucks. case.
3: So Frank wants to know this. Hey Harvey, if someone stores their stuff on your property for free for 18 months. What can you do to get them to remove their property once and for all? Two things. Uh, you can send them a note and you say this. Number one, um, you're going to have a week to get your stuff off the property. And if you don't get it off the property, I'm going to charge you 100 bucks a month. Something like that. The second thing you could do is say, look, you haven't picked up your stuff. You haven't done anything to show that you want it. So if you don't pick it up within, say, 30 days, I'm going to treat it as abandoned property and I'm going to get rid of it. That simple. That'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case, inside the courtroom.
2: This is the plaintiff, Nicole Brown. She says the defendant is her younger cousin, and she called her in a panic one night because she got arrested and needed bail money. As a good cousin, she loaned her $600 cash, and now, seven months later, she hasn't been paid a penny of it back. That's why she's here, in court, suing. This is the defendant, LaKeisha Brown. She says the $600 was a gift from her cousin in her time of need because they're family. She can't believe she was sued today by her cousin because she's the one owed money and she expects to finally get it from her cousin today. She's accused of bailing on bail. The defendant has filed a camera suit for $5,000 for all the labor over all the years.
3: All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says that her younger cousin owes her money because she bailed her out of jail and now is getting stiffed. But the defendant says her cousin, the the plaintiff, gave her the money as a gift in her time of need.
1: So he shows her nothing. It's the case
3: of bailing out a
1: cousin. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Ms. Brown, you are suing your cousin. Is it first cousin?
10: My first cousin.
1: You are suing your cousin, Ms. Brown, for $600 that you loaned her to bail her out of jail that she refuses
10: to repay. Tell me about it. What happened? Well, back in March, Lakeisha called me frantically in the car saying that she was about to be arrested and, of course, you know, being that she has an illness, I was like, nah, I don't want to see. And then the situation with COVID was happening, so she didn't want to be in jail, and she have a major illness, so we didn't want her to see being What jail, was so. she?
1: What were you about to be arrested for, Ms. Brown, that you had time to call your cousin? What were you getting arrested for?
11: Well, it was, uh, I was driving my mother in back, and um, he said it was a taillight busted out, but I had an old ticket from, like, 20... Oh seven or oh six? Yeah, but what were you getting arrested for? When they pulled me over, oh, because of no tail light. They said no tail light. No, you don't get arrested was, for uh,
1: no tail light. What did What did you bond her out for? What were the, What were the charges? Yeah, what were the actual charges against you?
11: I got pulled over and I had a warrant for. Um, mm. uh, it was a now court we're talking. Uh, a court cause from back in twenty oh seven or something like that.
1: Yeah, but we well, don't issue criminal matter. warrants on people for a ticket. So what was the underlying charge that you never showed up for that got you the warrant? All right, never mind. Ms. Brown, do you know what the charges were
10: when you were bailing your cousin uh, out? Because she's not going to tell me. I could have sworn well, she told me it was a suspended license. I, I mean, well...
1: Ah, uh, uh, now we're talking. Is like that. It, was that what it was? Did you have a suspended mm-hmm. license over the ticket you didn't pay? And then that's when they stopped you. They said, lady, your license is suspended. Does that sound familiar? No.
11: No. In 2007, I had a um, a court case. It was like a, a a check case, like I wrote a check, and I had a remainder balance for court costs. That's what it was. And I had a warrant for okay. the, the remaining balance of court costs.
1: So you call your cousin, and you tell her, I need your help. I need you to help me post bail. What is it, Ms. Brown, that you do?
10: Well, I'm um, I was a construction worker, but I was injured on the job, so I'm like out right now on disability.
1: Okay, but when Lakeisha
10: calls you and says, Can you help me out? Did you help her out? Yes, immediately because how did you, know, you do she it? She has an illness. I I sent six hundred dollars into her mom's account. Okay, so were you in communication with her mom to try to get her the money? Uh yes. Well before Lakeisha was in the car being arrested, she called me and was like, uh please I need you to lend me the money. Uh, I don't want to go to jail. This COVID thing is getting out of control. Please help me out. So I said, okay, no problem. She got arrested. I got into contact with her mom. I went the next morning and I deposited the $600 into her account. Okay. And you bonded out when?
11: The next morning.
10: Okay. And then now that case is over with. What
1: ended up happening with that case?
11: Uh, Once the $600 was paid, I was uh, free to go.
1: Well, you got out, but you still have pending charges. What did you do about the
11: charges? I don't have any pending charges. I'm free to go.
1: Was the $600 and the remainder of the, of it was the fines on the cash- original?
11: Yes, ma'am. Like, I paid 7000 and the 600 was the other part of it. Okay. So she paid
1: your fines or restitution, whatever it was on the check cashing case, and she wants to get repaid, and your answer to that is what? She doesn't deserve to be repaid. Why?
11: I do stuff for her. You know, all the time, and it's vice versa. Like I would have did it for her. She can't say right, that but wouldn't you expect her. her to pay you back? No, not for real. I do. She know I wouldn't expect her to pay back. She know I wouldn't. She know I wouldn't.
1: Okay, but did she ever tell you I'm giving you this as a gift, or you just assumed it?
11: No, but like a, a month after, like when I called her, I was like, I'm, "I'm going to jail. Get me out." That's what I told her. Get me out. And then like a month later, she was like, uh, you can start paying me on it uh, every month. And that was a shocker because she didn't say it up front. Okay, but why? Okay, so if no one
1: talks about a payment plan up front, then the judge's job is to figure out, does this look like a loan or does this look like a gift? Now, if my cousin says, can you pay for my beer, that's going to be a gift. I don't expect my cousin to sue me for $4 for a beer. But if my cousin calls me and says, get me out of jail, and it's $600 (laughs) is what it takes, I'm not going to expect it to be a gift, right? Because the circumstances surrounding it don't make it look like a gift because it's so much money. It's a lot of money. Now, you have a counterclaim against her because you feel that if she's suing you for that $600,
11: you would like to get paid for what? Cause everything I do, like when she like when she calls me to do stuff for her, looking at the house, go around, take pictures of the house, let the uh, electricians in, I cook. You know, if she tell me to cl- clean up the house for her, like make the bed, wash the cloth, anything, she know I'll do it. Just like she, I know she'll do it for me. So she's suing me. It's only fair. I get me some back. <laughs> man, yeah, speak your mind. Man, are you serious? <laughs> Did she ever agree to pay you for any of that? She'll give Lakeisha? me like she'll give me. She, no, but she'll give me like stuff. Like she'll give me stuff if I do for her. But I did a lot of stuff, just like she and did a lot of stuff.
10: Nicole, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Yeah, Anna. Every time I ask this girl to do something for me, I pay her. I could, They don't move for free. I mean, I'm sure she would, <laughs> but I just don't feel comfortable enough to, to you know, for them to do something for me for free. So I pay you and I compensate you in any type of way
11: ask for it do
10: it do i ask for it is that not true well you asked for well, it that I day didn't you no, i'm going to jail something
1: get, something me get me out get me out get me out with the one person you called to get you out Thank you better honor. not get another warrant because i don't think anybody's gonna be getting you out the second time i'm ruling in oh, favor good, of yeah. nicole and the amount of the 600 dollars. lakeisha on your lawsuit against nicole of course zero you do have to pay this wow. back there's nothing about oh this that gosh. makes it look like it's a gift. It's not a gift. It's a loan. Pay the lady back. She helped you out in your time of need. This. Pay your cousin back. Oh, Thank you, God. Judge.
11: I'm
1: thinking,
11: you are going to get it, Nick. <laughs> I ain't helping no more. You know that.
8: So the plaintiff does get the $600 back from uh, Lakeisha Brown, the defendant. Lakeisha, let me ask you, were you shocked that she sued you for the money? Yes, of course. I was, I was pissed. <laughs> well, look, you gotta you gotta pay her back. That's it. What are
11: you gonna do? I'm not gonna jump that quick anymore. I'll still do because she's my first cousin, but I ain't studying her for a couple of days. I ain't gonna I ain't for a couple of days. I ain't studying her.
8: All right, look, you obviously you're good friends. Is this gonna hurt your friendship? What do you think?
11: Nah, nah, but I ain't talking to her for a couple of days.
8: All right, well, she can live with that, I think. (laughs) Nicole, you're going to get the $600 back, finally. That makes
10: you happy? I'm very happy. I'm so happy. Thank you, Judge (laughs) Million.
8: All right. Well, let's see what the judges think now about a case like this.
9: So, Nicole gets that 3 a.m. phone call, the middle of the night, and she has to bail out Lakeisha. At the worst possible moment, because Covid is rampant in the county jail, probably. it's a it's a big problem at that at that time. And she's got a serious health condition. I mean, Nicole might literally have saved her life. And she can't pay her the back 600 the $600. I'm trying to think of, of a, a historical example of ingratitude <laughs> that even compares to this. I can't find it. I'm just thinking out, out loud. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm surprised at how angry she is and how how right she feels, which is nuts. Right. Right, it's yeah. nuts because I couldn't have been more of a slam dunk for the plaintiff. Right,
9: it's like, come on, that, that's your ultimate hour of need. You're you're about to go into like
1: the even if you didn't think you up. were going to have to pay it back. Once she says, you know, I'd like you to pay it back if you want, pay it back little right. by little. What? That's right. a gift. Is a right. really you know, weird attitude
9: it's to almost take. Like the middle finger to right. your uh, to your person who saved you. So uh, they look like they're getting along Yeah, they do. Hopefully, going forward, uh, it never happens again. Right. <laughs> So Bob wants to know this, hey Harvey, uh,
3: if a contractor working on a neighbor's property constantly parks his heavy equipment on my lawn, can I have it towed away? That's a really good question. Typically, what you should do is put a sign up. And if you don't have one, you can go to a Home Depot or anything like that, get one of these no parking signs, violators will be cut, we towed, and make sure you're doing it and where you comply with the ordinance in your town. You have to give a phone number on where they can find out where their car is. But what I would do is I would get one of those signs, I'd put it on the lawn, I would tell them, no more funny business, I'm going to tow your car if you do it, and here's the sign. That way you're protected, and the tow truck company will listen when you call. We'll see you next time.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs, or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I dot com.